Hello. 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 <laughs> uh, today we're getting talking about some of our favorite things. Mm -hmm. SEO. I, I SEO. SEO because it means it's going to make you some money if you're doing it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. It's your money maker. It's your um, money maker, people. It is your money maker. I know. I feel like we have talked about it so much that I'm. I'm just thinking to myself. Well, I really hope that's like, you know, becoming more of a top of mind thing for businesses, especially if they want to get some visibility online. So, so we're talking about no SEO. Here's the thing. There's so much to it. Yeah, but there is really one SEO practice that every business should be doing. Um, you know, everyone wants to stay ahead of the competition. Everyone wants to get in front of their customers. And SEO really is that vital marketing tool that that can make it all happen. So there's lots out there um, that need to be applied on an ongoing basis. But today we're going to talk about one specific practice that Google is doubling down on, and that is user experience. So we're going to highlight why this is such an important SEO practice and what you can do to help feed that. That UX, we're going to start saying for yeah. user experience. So what you can feed that algorithm so you can improve your website ranking. So without further ado, let's get going. Yes, as Sarah said, welcome to Marketing in a Mic, and we're always here to give you a variety of digital marketing tips, trends, guides. We just really want to help your business get results, and today, this is a huge thing, SEO. I mean, it's just massive. You have to have this marketing strategy um, to be able to help your website's visibility and make sure that the search engines can find you. So you want to make sure you're ranking up there. Um, now, there are tons of moving parts, like you mentioned, yeah. um, when it comes to SEO. But today we're going to focus on user experience. Um, this is a huge deal for Google. It always has been, but it's even more so now. And we want to make sure that you know how to make your site's content apply to these things in the right way mm -hmm. so we can improve your visibility. And the yeah. visibility, the more people can find you, guess what that means? The yeah. more that they're going to contact you. More business, more money. Yeah. So SEO experienced some real significant changes in 2022, um, and it really all centered around maximizing user experience. And we're going to say UX because that's the everything's got to have a slow. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. So. You may or may not have noticed like how much more tailored and interactive that your search feeds are getting. And it's almost as if these search engines can read our minds <laughs> and they kind of can sort of. <laughs> very <laughs> does, very does, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a little scary, but um, they really study these things. All the search engines, not just Google, but all of them study how we interact online. They watch, you know what you're doing out there. And then they apply all this knowledge. I, you probably heard the term algorithm before mm -hmm. and they make it more personalized and want it to be more of an interactive experience for the users. Um, algorithms are our deal. We pay attention yeah. to them for our customers because Google alone um, will make five to 600 changes in a year just to their algorithm to keep things fresh and to keep things moving. Which and the so biggest wild. thing, like we mentioned, is UX, user experience. And that algorithm helps you rank higher with the search engine. So the question is, 
what should you be paying attention to to make sure that your website is applying these important UX factors that Google and all the other search engines are looking for? Yes, exactly. And that's exactly what this is about today. So the one thing you really want to first talk about and focus on is making content that matches search intent. So what does that mean? So Google, they've become more sophisticated. So they're, you know, using this UX algorithm, they're now able to determine what a user wants and what they're searching for just based upon those certain search terms. So if you want to appear on the search engines in that results page, your content needs to speak to that intent. And that should be your focal point. Because again, you're trying to match those search online searches from customers directly to your website. So you want to match whatever their intent is. Yes. And if you're, all your content is just about re- very general things and doesn't get into specifics, it's not really going to help you. Right. You know, your website's going to suffer a little bit. So Google is looking for all that high quality content that does what? It answers the questions that your customers might have. And if you can't do that, then they're not going to rank you very high. So you can improve this. We're going to talk about how you can improve it, but you can improve this by researching your audience, first of all. Also look mm-hmm. at your competitors and then create relevant content, high quality content that answers these questions. I mean, yeah. what are people looking for? If you're a business owner, you should know what are the most asked questions in your business that you get yeah. all the time. And yeah. So you want to have those readily available, the answers readily available. Uh, yeah, and I think that, uh, yeah, that's, and that's all about sort of understanding and knowing who your audience is, who your customer is, and and, and those are things that should be in your uh, thought process to begin with. But Another thing to really think about, okay, when we talk about making great content is yeah. to think search intent versus keywords. So so what does that mean? So we're not taking away from keywords because they're still the foundation of a good SEO plan, but how you incorporate those keywords really is what matters Um because it has to be a little bit more sophisticated because again, we're trying to understand what their intent is, what they're searching for and giving them exactly what they need. So every time you search for something, you want something and that's the thought process behind search intent. So Google can now determine what users want based on certain terms and which means they can understand what that user's intention is behind that search. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, the keywords are not gone by any means, but you have to realize how are the users, how are your consumers using them? In other words, we talk about the the intent. What are they searching for? What do they need? So it's not even just enough to have just that list of keywords anymore. You really need to understand what their intent is. You're going to hear that word a lot um, to make sure that you're able to rank well. And a simple way to determine search intent for your relevant keywords is to just Google them. I mean, I think we're going to show a slide about that. Um, yeah. Talking about maybe an example of a plumbing company. That, yeah. And that's exactly right. And and when you think about that, it's like, okay, if, if you've got your keywords and you're trying to expand on that, so you've got your keywords, do a Google search on those keywords. So let's give the example of say, I'm a plumbing company and I choose water leak repair. So once I go in there and I click water link repair, it's going to give me um, a whole bunch of different results. So it's going to give me not only companies, it's also going to give me articles. It's going to give me that section of what people ask. And this is important too, because you want to see what comes up. Take note of like the headline titles of these articles or people also ask section, which is right here. 
It's going to give you a list of other terms that people have been searching for and related searches. And if you go down here at the bottom, so you're going to go through the ads and then you're going to go through another section of people also ask. And then at the bottom, you're going to see related searches, which is again, another extension of water leak repair. You're going to see water leak repair near me, water leak repair products. And what this does is it just gives you really the expanded terms of the intent of the majority of people that are searching for water leak repair. Yeah. When we're talking about intent, you may be sitting there going, well, how the heck do I know? (laughs) I'm not a mind reader. (laughs) Well, we just gave you the easy way. Go back and watch it again. So Google has it available for you right there. So based on the results that you see of what Sarah went over, it's going to give you a great indication of what type of content that users really are asking for. What are they searching for? And if that content on your website doesn't reflect those things, how are they going to find you? So you right. want to make sure that um, you need to have those things or go back to the drawing board and create content that does answer those questions. But that's an easy way to find it right there. It's all yeah. about Yeah, that'll that'll yeah, exactly. That'll give you um, some good, just straightforward data right there um, to start with. So we've talked about the search intent. And then another thing you want to think about is number two, which is writing powerful headlines. So what does that mean? That means like all the headers on your website, all the content, all the articles, all the blogs, all that stuff that you are putting out there. It needs to be have a really powerful headline um, because users are going to click on those articles that speak to their specific need or taste or what they're looking for. And nothing is going to grab them like a great headline. And so quality, your content itself is important, but the biggest thing is you want to lead them there. So you want to lead them with a great headline, sort of your gateway. Um, So, you know, take a peek, take a look through your content and your website. Do you have some real powerful headlines? And that's a tough part. I mean, it's hard to create those really eye-catching things. I mean, we call it click-worthy. Are they click-worthy? Are they going to entice people to want to find out more? Are they going to entice them to click on it and keep going? So titles are very, very important and very imperative to your search engine rankings. Um, A poorly written one can directly impact your website content from being seen. Because as you saw that list that you've kind of reeled off, um, if you don't have any of those things covered on your website, it's not going to show up on a search engine, obviously. Right, right. It's not going to, it's not going to show up. And that's the whole idea here is the understanding that user experience and then matching your content so that you are being seen. So um, let's talk about the third topic, which is you want to focus on more include more focused topics. So what does that mean? It's about the, it's, it's, you want to really understand your niche. So you know what you provide, you know what your brand is about, what your company is. But again, if you keep it too generalized, well, then you're just going to get into that mixed bag of a whole bunch of like content like yours. So it's just really going to make it harder for you to stand out. So the more focused your topics are, the more specific subjects you talk about, um, it's really going to help separate you from the volume, the large volume of masses. So take a deeper dive into your specific niche and start thinking about some long form content that can really zero in on specific things. And that's just going to help you more with that visibility. So you're not like in that abyss of all the same articles that are about the same thing. You're exactly right. And a great way to do this is blog posts. I mean, 
put a blog on your website. That's real easy to do. And um, it's amazing how many topics that you could write about and really dig in. Um, we're always talking about those topics. It's like, let's not make a topic this big. Let's get it down to specifics. So kind of like our water leak repair example. If yeah. you use the drop down, you can see what those specific other things that people are searching for. Like if you expand on that topic and search for maybe how to fix a leaky faucet, then you use the drop down and see all the other related searches like how to fix a leaky faucet pipe or how to fix a leaky faucet single handle. Um, so you can see how people are looking for specific things. They're not right. just looking for faucet repair. Yes. Um, so they really want to hear about these specific things and a blog post would be a great thing to help you. I mean, obviously you could put it on your content pages, but I think blog posts would be a great way to do it. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of taking that one certain term and and then doing a deeper dive into it to see what else are they talking about. And then you can, like you said, write a blog about it. Um, and again, it's it's just another way for you to get a better understanding of what users are searching for, what solutions they're looking for. And then you can start to fine tune your content so that it aligns with what your potential customers are seeking, which ultimately, if you're posting and you're providing those solutions, well, then guess what? You're going to lead them directly to your website and your business for the answer. Yes. And one of the easiest ways to cover a lot of those unique things or narrowing down those things is what questions are people asking you all the time? Again, we mentioned that earlier. Um, so include FAQs on your website. What are things that people are asking you over and over and over? So it can serve a lot of purposes, give you good yeah. content, but also give you a place to send those people so you don't have to keep answering them. <laughs> Right. Over and over and over. So it, it really improves user experience when you have that FAQ section on your website. So you got to think about why do I really need this? Well, the goal of an FAQ page is synonymous with um, SEO. I mean, it's going to provide these answers that we're telling you that your tar target audience is looking for. It's going to get down in the nitty gritty. It's not going to be real broad. And the more your website incorporates search terms that match what these users are looking for, then guess what? The better it's going to perform. So FAQs are an easy way and a great way to help you provide the content search engines are looking for, but also help your business really make it easy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And that you kind of come across as um, an expert and that's yeah, another, yeah, factor, absolutely. another trust factor. And I'm really, I was wondering if you were going to get synonymous, right? Um, yeah. Struggle a little bit. <laughs> no, you, you, you killed it. And I was like, as I was looking at it, I'm like, there's a few other ones. <laughs> There's all these other hung me up, but I just kept on pushing through. You did. You got it out. Uh, okay. So we talked about the FAQ section. So to best utilize this on your website, you know, consider put together a list of common questions that users have or that you often get asked. Provide real complete but concise answers to those questions. Format your FAQ page section for that user experience. And then you want to optimize it with the title tags, meta descriptions um, for your FAQ section. And you want to do some schema markup um, just to, again, you want to solidify all that. All that is, is just to help so that the search engines can index and find it better. So you want to just make sure you do your diligence in incorporating it onto your website. But it is, um, it's a good thing to think about. 
Yeah, and having an FAQ section, um, we were kind of talking about this before we started. You can have it um, in different formats. You could actually have something that says FAQs have its own page or like on ours, on all our products and services, we have FAQ sections on each product page that yes. specifically has to do with that individual product or service. So lots of ways to do it, but you just want to make sure that you do have that if possible. Um, number five, we've talked about eat before. No, it's not because you're hungry. <laughs> Which I am right now. We're talking about expertise, authoritativeness, and that's another one you thought I was going to mention. I did. Trustworthy. <laughs> that's eat. And Google is looking for sites that have as many individual pages as possible that have these things on them. So are you an expert? Does it look like you are? Are you an authority? And does it look like you're trustworthy? Because that's who people are going to do business with. So this eat factor is very crucial in what Google can trust on the, the content that they're looking for, or even the writers that they're looking at. So in some in industries, the author must have the skills and background to provide information people depend on. I mean, we were talking about, well, I won't say specifics, but like one of our, <laughs> one of our customers we were building a website for, I know nothing about what they do, but yet I was stuck trying to, you know, no. create the content. Well, that's probably not the best way to go about it because yeah, no. Well, I don't know anything about it. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this is stuff that people are turning to that they rely on. And so, and that's the thing why EAT has become such an increasingly important um, SEO factor for search engines is because of the level of just kind of garbage or misinformation yeah. or dangerous information that was out there. Yeah, um, good point. Yeah. That, that could just jeopardize people's, you know, well-being or their safety or their finances or whatever it is. So Google is taking this very seriously to really weed out that misleading information. So it's important, so important that you write about topics that you have expert knowledge about um, and that you are a trustworthy source and that you provide trustworthy resources. And it, on top of that, you want to make sure that just because you're an expert, it doesn't mean that you just can spew out a bunch of your jargon that nobody's going to understand. Yeah. It still has to be in a user-friendly format because, this, again, it's about the user experience. So put showcase that you're an expert, put it out there on your website, but also put it in a manner that users can digest and understand and comprehend. And Google really appreciates and values that. That's exactly right. And that's the bottom line. User experience. You want to provide the information that people are looking for. So while this certainly isn't a complete SEO recipe, um, nor all the factors that are included, user experience is a very great way to start if you can just kind of think along those lines. So Take a look at your website, see if it reflects any of those five things that we discussed today. And if you need help with it, obviously, we would love to help you. Um, so, you know, just give us a ring and we hope some of these have given you some tools to get started anyway. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. You know, we're always here to help you if you're struggling with your online presence or getting more customers. Uh, we're here to help. Um, so just reach out to us and don't forget that we go live on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and you can also catch the replay on Instagram. And if you're listening, thanks for listening on our podcast, Marketing and Mike, and subscribe to it. And we'd love to have you listen and tune in. And don't forget that we also put all of this up on our YouTube channel, 
for your watching pleasure. So yes, our YouTube channel is very robust. So yes. jump on over there. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Okay. Well, that does it for us today. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next time with an all new show. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.